I wish I would have gotten a trim. It's good length. It's it's better than it's better than when you did that intervention. <laughs> With your mullet? <laughs> yeah. You have a mullet. What do you want from me? <laughs> for those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here, as always, with my dear friend, my compatriot, the Phil Coulson to whatever galvanizes me to my next level, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how you feeling? Andrew, I am doing well. I, you know, to be compared to Phil Coulson, to be mentioned in the same breath as the great late question mark, Phil Coulson. I think it Loki makes officially feel, killed him. Yeah, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. So we feel like Phil Coulson's timeline got pruned. I think, I think all of the events in Agents of Shield are a pruned timeline. Yes, they're yeah, they were a variant that the TVA just like took took seven seasons getting around to. I think he was never revived, and that's why that series does not continue to follow along with the movies. Right, it gets pruned. Okay, well that settles that. Um, yeah. There was a lot of my time wasted on non-canical material, but hey, it was a great ride. Also, uh, super excited to be here tonight discussing another great ride. Uh, I was so thrilled to go back and watch this movie again. Uh, forgot how good it was, to be honest with you. Forgot how good this thing is, man. Uh, as it would, Oh, should I tell the people? I think you should. Home? I think you okay. should. All right. Tonight... We are discussing the Avengers. CJ. 2012's The Avengers. CJ, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a big swing right out the gate. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. And I think this is the first time I've ever said this. Wow. Might be the last time I ever say it. Okay. But I feel compelled to say it, and I feel like Here you've created a safe environment me a safe environment for me to say this. Here we go. It's a perfect movie. It's about 97% a perfect movie. <laughs> it's fucking I, I, close. I, only, I, I only have one issue with it, and it's it's so small and it's so tiny, and it's so like, oh my god, shut up, CJ. No, you're absolutely right, man. Like, this movie is great. It's it really, really has, good. It has it all. And it's so simple. Yeah. It's not complex, right? Like, it's the classic case of, like, you tell um, an actor or, or a pitcher, uh, you know, or a, a, a basketball player, right? Like, don't do too much. Yeah. Don't try to do too much. Stick with what works. Stick with what got you here. Stick with your strengths. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't overcomplicate things. Just be you. And yeah. here we have Cap, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, recast. Don't care. So good. Don't fucking care. So good. Thor, Black Widow, even Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is like super flawless. In this movie. So good. I mean, and then, we and then the return the Avengers, of Selvig, the return of Eric Selvig and Loki, uh, uh, 
number two, right? So we get Loki number one. He's like the Prince of Asgard. You know, he's kind of, he's the God of mischief. He's like a little wacky. Like he's, yeah. he's very smart. He's very cunning, you know, but now he's just like pure fucking evil, but still kind of like a sympathetic character. So much to talk about. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. All right, let's get started. I think it's important that we address Natasha's opening scene. Okay, let's go. So she's sitting there and it's when Coulson gets on the phone with her. Yep. Power move. He's like, I will blow up the block before you get outside unless you give the woman the phone. Before you get to the lobby. Before you get to the lobby. Like there's a lobby in this weapons factory. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. (laughs) And she's like, this idiot is giving me everything. Like it, me everything. it immediately establishes she is not in peril. She's no. a master manipulator. Yeah, she doesn't need any help. She doesn't need any help. No but help she, at all. But she understands that this is important, that she needs to just wrap this situation up. Yeah, got to finish this out. Because as we learned from Black Widow... This is oh no 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 I can't tell you no, I can't no, tell you no, you haven't seen it no, okay 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 boiler what? alert okay okay you stopped me you stopped me it ties in well though anyhow yeah. that was close I'm sorry everybody I just have not had a chance to get to the theater and I'm not I well actually I just got like a home theater system it's pretty so I contemplate maybe we could like do a quick poll on instagram um should i pay the 29.99 andrew what is your vote yeah okay it's fucking good man it's okay and and, and me who didn't feel that movie deserved to exist no, i love no i loved it you fought it very hard i loved it Okay, good. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna run that by my wife. Uh, see if I can watch Black Widow on the Disney Plus premiere access. Indeed. This episode brought to you by Disney Plus. Hey, holler Disney! We'll shout you out. We okay, fucking watch you, just, you every week. Can you just can you skip over that Black Widow point? I'll skip and, over and that Black Widow one. I can. I can. I can. Okay. They set her up as this master manipulator, and the payoff is she uses this power on Loki. Yes. And we don't see it coming until we see it coming. No, no, it's totally hidden, and I had forgotten about it, right? I so forgot I about that moment, again, too. And it was like, oh, she feels so bad. Like, that poor... Oh, no, she totally fucking juked but him. She played him so hard. It was so, And he, yeah. he was embarrassed, too. Oh, for sure. Because his ego is so fragile. Oh, my God, the poor kid. Yeah. The poor kid. He's got so many issues. So yeah. many daddy issues. So many inadequacy issues. Oh my God. You know, yeah. Yeah. He just, he just wants to rule. Yeah. You know, he just wants to be a good King. Yeah. He's burdened with a glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about banner. Okay. Love it. Love I it. think. I, <laughs> I don't like that, uh, that they fooled him away from sick people. That's not nice. Yeah. That's not great. That's not great. Yeah. Um, but his introduction and the way that Ruffalo plays it um, is is great. It's absolutely great. Ruffalo he sort of hit. He hints at like that he's figured it out. Right. That end scene from the previous Hulk movie where his eyes pop green. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a beat on it. And uh, 
yeah, we're excited. We're, we're teased with the Hulk, like through the first, you know, 25, 30, even I guess like 45 minutes of this movie. But they make us wait for it. They sure do. Yeah, they, they make sure us do. wait for it. It's very satisfying when it happens because I think all of the Avengers are a little bit uncertain the level of control he has. Nobody really knows. Yeah, everybody's like a little tense. Uh, Tony Stark is like uber curious. Super curious, wants him to change, wants to see yeah. what's happening. Yeah, that interaction is so funny. Yeah, no, it's so great. And 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 the the thing is, is like when you're watching this movie, uh, so because you're coming at it from the future, mm-hmm. it's so wonderful to see like how everything was, whether they fucking meant it or not, lines up perfectly. They like pay it off. Watching, when you're watching Stark and Banner interact, like I was just thinking about Age of Ultron the whole time. Oh, yeah. No, I was no, like, no. This converse, these conversations totally come back later in a wonderful way. And that dynamic that they have, that they start off with, really, really comes back and it gets reshaped when they both hit a point where Tony becomes about the rules yeah. and Cat becomes about the freedom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Captain with, with Steve Rogers. Yeah, they yeah. both evolve, and it's so funny to see this beginning point where they're on opposite sides of that argument, with the knowledge of where that argument will eventually take them. Post Sokovia yeah, Accords. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I was talking about Banner and Stark. Oh yeah. Talking about uh, Shield, etc. But no, you're absolutely right. The, the the dynamic between Cap and and Tony is is summed up in their two lines to each other. Right. It's like. What are, who are you without the suit? Everything special about you came out of a bottle. Yeah. You know, and is this, oh, I'm going to add one more line to that. Is this the guy that my dad couldn't shut up about? Yeah. You know, he's like, there's jealousy, there's curiosity. And, and, and I really love, I'll say the screenwriter director, the way that he <laughs> set, the way that he set this thing up, you know, like, we, we sort of get introduced to everybody. Uh, we find out that Loki's the villain. Uh, Thor's dad uses black magic to get him back to Earth because the Bifrost is broken. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Odin's ravens are there in the woods. Uh, then Loki gets on to the, the helicarrier and we, you know, it, it, it's clear that it was his plan because he was just like hanging around while they had this like glorious, you know, Marvel triumvirate fight. Um but the way that the mind stone is involved in like controlling everything and like how they, you know, they're battling. And it's kind of like, um, was it Ghostbusters two with the pink ooze? Yeah. And how right? it changed like, the tone of the room. Yeah. Yeah. It totally, totally stole that from Ghostbusters two. No question. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great way to get everybody involved, you know, Absolutely. to get them all mad at each other, doubting each other. Steve finds the Hydra gear, uh, and, and you're watching, you know, um, the Stacey Keach's character from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Gillian Malik, Gideon Malik, right? He's there on the council. And so, you know, like, get on to phase two. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, Hydra is fucking there. And yeah. they want the weapons. But, like, also Marvel is getting on to phase two. It's all just set up completely brilliantly. And we have this big battle mid-movie. Like, oh, my gosh. Big it's huge. Battle mid-movie. It's huge. It's so wild. The action sequences in this film are expertly directed. They look oh my God. so good. Also, he didn't skimp on the hero fights. He gave no. us multiple versus battles. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's everything Batman v Superman wanted to be. 
with well, those things. Not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> no, it, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's your favorite characters going at it in a way that makes logical sense. Yes. It's just not the center of the plot of the movie. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely it's, not. it's tangential and it's a lot of times for your enjoyment. Right. Oh no. This thing is, is like, this is like a fan service coffee cake. That's not too dry and not too wet. Oh, it's but tasty, right? Tasty. Like a coffee cake. We've got like a little, you've got a, that perfect amount of moisture. Yeah. Right. But like, it's still kind of crunchy. Yeah. That's what uh, the Avengers is. And the you, colors in this film. Gorgeous. Yeah. What were you going to say? As far as coffee cake goes, you got to try my mother-in-law's coffee cake. It's legendary. Okay. Well, I get to, I don't know if she'll make it, but maybe I can convince her to make some. Text her right now. Okay. So, but check this out. Talk about colors. Uh, I was very happy with the color of Thor's eyebrows. Oh, and his beard. Yep. yep. Yeah. Cause he looked so much hotter. He looked, well, he looked like, you know, a human being. Yeah. Not like a God. weird, creepy flesh colored. Yeah. 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 He looked, he looked dollish in, in the Thor film. It was so weird. It was too much bleachy bleach. Yeah. Yeah, no, didn't like that, but uh happy that that he's back. Um and and again, this, you know, the the dynamic between Thor and Loki that we just keep seeing and seeing over and over in the MCU, like it and it always works. Yeah, and it's it's deeper here than it was in the first film. Sure. It's it's much deeper and he's like just come back with me to Asgard. Yeah. We which we we'll end this right now. We'll just yeah. stop. You don't need to wage war on this world. Yeah. You don't need to do this, man. Like our dad, your dad. And it's like, oh, Christ. Oh, I know. I know. They, it's such baby boy fights. Yep. But it's just watching that dynamic is captivating. Since we're on the topic of Loki, I I really forgot how much heavy lifting Tom Hiddleston did in this movie. Oh, yeah. He drives everything. Yeah. He really brings this whole thing together for them. Yeah. And he's, an, and he's nasty. Murder. Yeah. Like, takes that poor dude's eye at the opera. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, he's not fucking around. He was about to kill that old German guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it's, he's mean. Well, I mean, he straight up stabbed Coulson in the back. Yeah, he sure did. Oh, man, Coulson's death, spoiler alert. But, like, I mean, if you're listening to this, I hope you fucking saw the movie. Coulson's death, man, that is as galvanizing as it can possibly be. Yeah, and, Nick, Nick, and Nick Fury gives it a little extra flair. Yeah. No, he has to with the steel in the Captain America cards. But again, the screenwriting here is great because like we all know, you know, like we've been watching the, the Marvel TV show. So like we all know that Coulson has a relationship with all these characters, but the way that he sets up the relationship with Cap, the way that he recaps everybody's relationship with Coulson, like it's very, it's very expertly crafted, the script. Yeah, it's really well put together. Also, the pacing of it is so even. Oh, yeah. We don't spend too much time with one character. We don't spend not enough time with a single character. This movie's 220, all in. 220. It doesn't feel like it. No, it feels like a half an hour episode. Doesn't feel like it. And I I mentioned it to Bar when we were watching it. I was like, I have been captivated this entire time. He has my full attention. Yeah. It's really... There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it, except there's like one thing wrong with it. But that's for later. That's for later. Yeah, sure. So here's something else that we need to address. Okay. 
in this team up dynamic, uh-huh. I feel like there's a point where the stakes keep getting raised and raised and raised. And then there is an aggressive choice to amp up the humor in the last act because the last act is somehow a little bit funnier than the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it, the first act, the first half of the movie is loaded with like the pop culture humor, mm. you know, like that guy's playing Galaga. Yeah. Fucking flying monkeys. I understood that reference. Right. Uh, point break. Yeah. <laughs> Which pays off huge later in Ragnarok. Pays off huge. Um, but yeah, so I, I see what you're saying. And then in the second, in this, you know, by the third act, when like the Avengers are like so tightly wound together and they're, they start playing off of each other and not just like picking on each other, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's funnier. It is funnier, but like, then you get the shawarma bit, which is hilarious. Oh my God. You know that like the shawarma restaurant appears during the battle. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's when Tony gets, Tony gets like blasted one at one point And like he, the, the storefront that he gets shucked into is next to the shawarma place. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, all, speaking of shawarma, do you feel like he was trying to do that with brunch in his justice league? I feel like it's the same joke. Oh, absolutely. It's the same joke. It just doesn't land the same way. Cause we already heard it. Yeah. No. Why did you bring up justice league? I was having such a wonderful time. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like, it's cause it's wow, him. That movie sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> his justice league sucks. Yeah, that guy's Justice League. Yeah. So anyway, shawarma bit, uh, hilarious. Also, Hulk smash. Hulk, Hulk smash. Hulk so punching good. Thor. Hulk punching Thor is great. Love it <laughs> for no reason. Just bah! no. Like, just like, yeah, he's just getting it back for calling him Banner. Yeah, he's a big green rage monster. <laughs> Who hates being called Banner? Well, and this is another start starting of that thread. They yep. are different people. Yep. When he's like, I tried to end it all. The big guy saved my life. Spit the bullet out. Yeah. Deleted scene actually in the uh, Norton incredible Hulk film. They yeah. filmed that. And then when the ice crashes, you're supposed, that's when we, that's the first time we are supposed to see cap in the ice. Yep. So crazy. Now here's the other thing. Yeah. The other piece of humor that I found really, really interesting is, uh, What's her name? Black Widow trying to get Natasha a ride. Natasha Romanoff. Natasha Romanoff when she's like, I, I'll get a ride. I could use a lift. And she fucking does this crazy leap off of Cap's shield. Yep. Gets onto the back of that Chitori schooner, if you will. Yeah, sure. Jet just, ski. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally a jet ski. It's a space jet ski. And totally just whoops ass. Yeah. It's brilliant. No, it's there, so that, funny. That 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 scene, the way that it's crafted, um, having her up there, like tooling around, stabbing the guy in the back, like to use him as a steering wheel. It's brilliant, Romanoff. It's it's vintage Romanoff. The whole the whole Battle of New York uh, is 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 just put together so well, um, you know, because because by the time we get to the end, right, like they're all together, and there's that fabulous just sort of like one shot. Right. Of like all of them together fighting in tandem, like Tony and, and Cap and in then the circle. The, the, and then the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful moment of that fucking circle, man. 
That circle Ooh. is brilliant. And the music. Oh, man. I was watching it with my wife and she was kind of like in her phone at that moment. I just like glared over at her and I said, look at the television. It's <laughs> That moment is iconic in and of itself just that sure. moment alone do you remember sure. and i remember what that felt like the first time i saw that i was like holy shit they're a team Dude, chills it's chills because so we good. haven't heard that theme since the beginning of the movie no it's and then we so, get it oh it's so good it's so it's good so also good. also speaking of hulk how hilarious was it when Loki was giving him that big final speech and Hulk just yeah. fucking smacked him around like a ragdoll. Just threw him around. Do, 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 do. Puny God. <laughs> it's oh, so good. Fabulous. It's so good. It also reminded me that like over the course of the movies, they made Hulk way cuter. Oh yeah. It, like you, he kind of got oh, a glow yeah. up for Ragnarok. Oh no. Hulk's the Hulk's great, man. Yeah. And, they, and Mark, they, they did Mark Hulk, Ruffalo's Hulk is Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is really really good oh yeah yeah and even like even the cgi version of him just looks better it does look a lot better the technology then, really improved since the last technology time we saw him. improved and they sort of like figured out like like what he's supposed to look like right like i feel like norton hulk was kind of like awkward you know weird teenage emo hulk and like ruffalo hulk is like the incredible hulk yeah yeah he looks good they got the right color green too the right they, green they the also hair they also don't linger on yes. him a lot. Do you know what I mean? No. They yeah. really let it, it's a good CGI design, but they let our imaginations do some heavy lifting. And I oh, noticed sure. that I was like, Oh, you really don't show him a ton, but when you do see it, it's rendered beautifully. Yeah. Whereas it was the opposite effect for Norton's Hulk. Like there were some times when like the camera was trained on him. And I was like, Ooh, that's not finished. No, that doesn't no, look no, finished. I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not like, you know, cats movie unfinished but it doesn't look finished well, the poor cats movie have you seen it yet no i will not i will not until there's a sequel it's rough man it's rough i'm sure it's rough yeah Jesus. yeah no no need to ruin my childhood you know what and that was the christmas before uh we were in a global pandemic and like i'm sure not was, saying yeah. it was the cats movie's fault or that the cats movie ruined christmas but like, Sounds I mean, like that's I, what you're leaning towards. And I, you know, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But like, if you extrapolate that from my sentiments, I'm not going to yeah. stop you. No, you implied it. No, I didn't. You sure did. I don't believe that. I think anytime anybody starts with, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. They're that's just true. Saying. You that's know. true. That's like, that's like not, no offense, but you're about to offend me. Like, you're going to be totally yeah. offended. Yeah. 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 And you know it and you're just going to fucking say fucking, it anyway. You know, it, and that you're trying to justify or rationalize it in your brain. Rationalize. Oh, fuck that shit. Anyway, my potty mouth in this episode, CJ, I don't know what's happening. Keep going. <laughs> anyway. So how do we feel about the way this movie culminates and what it means for the larger MC universe. Like, how do we feel about the final end point about this movie? When, what is the final end point? The shawarma? Not when they're eating the shawarma. The actual final end point of the film proper. When Tony makes the sacrifice play. Yes. Oh, I feel amazing. I think it's great. I think, you know, and they, uh, and Cap even says, he says, you're not the guy to do that. And then he does it. 
right? We have the 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 Shield Hydra is mm-hmm. launching the nuclear weapon to get rid of the Avengers. Yep. Right. Tony says we have two and a half minutes, or he's like two and a half minutes till detonation, and then two and a half minutes of filmed screen time goes by before yep. it detonates. Uh, there's so many, so many wonderful parallels in Endgame that we'll get to when we get there. Um, but no, I think it's fantastic. I think it's it's so wonderful, and it sets us up for the next film perfectly. You know, um, and now we have the Avengers, and they're together. And then you know, Kobe Smolder's character, who can never remember her name, Maria, Maria, Maria Hill. Yeah, uh, she's like, but now what do we do? You know, yeah. they've all gone their separate ways. W- what's going to happen when we need them? And, and Nick Fury's just like, they'll, they'll come, come back. They'll come back because we need them to. Yeah, they understand what this is. They understand what it is, you know. Yeah. And having a team up movie, what five movies in? Mm-hmm. Five movies in. Yeah, we're yeah. five movies. Uh, five six movies in, yeah. in. Six. Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it it creates challenges right now that they all know each other and they exist yeah. in the same universe. Um, but as far as like, how do I feel? How do I feel? I feel great. I felt great then. I feel great now. You know what? I had a, it's a I had wonderful, a, wonderful way to go. I had a similar experience because Tony makes a choice, right? And she has the scepter and she can shut the portal down and they can end this. But Tony's like, we got to get the nuke through the portal. Yeah. There's a nuke on the way. Yeah. And he, and that's the one final thing. And he just fucking flies up, changes its trajectory, and and rocks it up to space. Make sure it goes where it needs to go. Yeah, because that's yeah, who and, he is. And that's who he is. That's who that, he's become. That's who he's become. That's who he's become. You know. Yeah. And th- that's that's one of the the fantastic things about this movie that I'll get into next. Um, but everybody has a fucking arc, man. Absolutely. And do you know what's hilarious that I didn't realize? I didn't realize that Pepper is the one that made him take this mission seriously. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, just dicking around. She's like, you have homework to do. She knows. And and I think that's so beautiful to match that scene with the scene at Endgame when he's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And she's like, well, Mm. will you be able to rest if you don't? She knows him and she knows this is who he's becoming. Yeah. It's such a beautiful relationship that like, just sort of gets like the, the right amount of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she you know, really the right amount of our attention. It's just so wonderful. Once she gets on board with letting him be him, she really does mm-hmm. get on board with letting him be him. Yeah. And she commits to it. She yeah, commits no to it. Yeah. And she's really cool. And I just forgot that because her, her turn as Iron Maiden in Endgame is spectacular. Yeah. And, and just at the end when she's like, it's okay, we're going to yeah, be okay. Nice now. She like okay. she sees him and she always saw him and I had forgotten that until this movie. Pep always saw him yeah, and, from and the he, jump. From the jump and and really saw how special he was, even mm-hmm. if he didn't always see it. Even no. when he was a big old mess in Iron Man Two, yeah, she saw it. Except that weird cat fight with Natasha that doesn't get paid off. That was doesn't shitty. make any sense. That was shitty writing. But it doesn't make any we're sense. Skip by because this is such a healthily put together movie. Also. The tension of Cap having to be like, close it. You got to close it. 
Yeah, you got to do it. And he falls through at the last second. And they're like, Fuck He falls yeah! through at the last second. And did you notice like how his trajectory, his, uh, his speed increased once he came back into Earth's atmosphere? Yeah. A subtle touch, but like, yeah, that's what would happen. And Hulk. Thank you, director. And then fucking Hulk comes in. Hulk saves him. Hulk saves him. It's yeah. so good. And just like, beautiful. Burp, burp, burp. like, I don't know the whole thing. And, and I think where this movie succeeds so powerfully is that it gives you a sense of colorful childlike wonder. Do you know what I mean? Somehow this is everything we've ever wanted out of a comic book movie. Like they nailed it. Somehow it allows the adult, the space to enter in and really enjoy all of this eye candy. And they get more and more serious later, but they never give up. A, a commitment to some healthy, well-played fan service. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it, it feels like it's like right off of the page. Yeah. The dialogue, you know, like we're, we're the Avengers. That's what we're calling ourselves now. The earth's mightiest heroes, you know? Yeah. And you're like, yes, they are. That's <laughs> exactly who you are. You're earth's mightiest heroes. That's what you've been on my entire life. It's so good. I really, really loved it. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. I Great. We could just continue to wax poetic about what we liked about it, or we could take a break. I think we should take a break. Let's break take it. a break. You know, Andrew, as much as doing these episodes takes away from my video game time, I do really enjoy talking to you. I enjoy talking to you too, CJ. But you know what's missing? I wish there was a way for us to communicate with our 17 listeners. Oh, what if they were to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Icon or Ycon? That's a fantastic start. And you know what else they should do? They should take a minute to subscribe to us on all of their favorite podcast apps. Well, what are those iconic apps? I mean, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Amazon Music? Do they like bring it to your door? No, they do not. Oh, okay, good. Back to the show. And we're back. We are back from break. I hope everyone had a good break. I hope... Do people actually pause it, I wonder? I bet they do. I want to believe yeah. they do. I want to believe they yeah. actually take a break. It's a it's a break. Everybody should. If you haven't and you don't, you should. Honestly, they should because we fill it with more of us talking. So yeah, it's really it's not like, a break for them unless they pause it. Yeah, no, they should pause. You guys should pause. Take a break. Go to the bathroom. You know, dust dust your furniture. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, do what I my guess therapist, dust your furniture during the episode. Yeah, yeah, but but do what my therapist calls a mental shower. Okay. You know, really just check in with everything. Make sure everything's clean. I think and tidy she's just calling. I think she's just calling you a douche. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that, and I really, really found it funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, but we need to get serious. We need okay. to get serious because we we were we were way too jovial in the past yeah. half hour. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, it's time to- just feelings, feelings, ideas, colors, yeah. patterns. It's time to really. It's time to get time to get critical. Yeah, let's get critical. And I think the best way to do that is this brand new segment that we've never done before <laughs> called Ephemeral Questions. <sighs> okay. So if you've been listening to the show and you're listening to this one, so I imagine that you have been, you know that normally here I, you know, let my musical uh, inner child run free. But for this episode, I feel like this time is better spent recognizing the genius that is Alan Silvestri. The composer 
of the score for these movies and that theme, right? Because anyone that was, you know, anyone that's listening knew that I was going to be like, what worked and what did it? And then I, know, I was movie. expecting it. I was expecting it. It's too easy. And yeah. also doesn't, doesn't show the right um, respect. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I feel I've, that. And I've, plus I've got like four more Avengers movies to yeah, go. So you got to save it. So I got to save it. But I did just want to just real quick in all uh, sincerity, just say like that person, Alan Silvestri is, he's a master. And that theme with that circle and the rest of the films to come, like it's brilliant. It's wonderful. And I just wanted to recognize. It's beautiful. I'm happy you did that. A lot of times we expect the music to just kind of like sink into the background. You know what I mean? But when it really stands out, it should be addressed. And I love that you did that because it is some standout scoring and it carries through the whole franchise. Yeah. No, the absolute whole franchise. Like there is never a musical moment where you're like, what the fuck? Like yeah. everything is perfectly brilliantly done. And I just, yeah, we needed to recognize that. So uh, with that being said, it's time for ephemeral questions. Yes! So excited. All right, CJ, first question. What worked for you about this movie? Uh, what didn't? Great answer. So yeah, everything about this film is fantastic. I think that the thing that stood out the most for me uh, you know that I love boring things like character development. Every <laughs> single character in this film, every main character has an arc. Yeah. Every single one of them starts somewhere and ends up somewhere else. And the, their actions and the actions of what's going on around them changes them in a significant way. Right? Like Agreed. cap cap is you know in the gym uh and he punches the punching bag which is a nod to the guys i think other project buffy the vampire slayer um and you know he's like you should have left it in the ocean and i can't believe that we're doing this again but he realizes by the end like there is still good in the world there is still hope tony billionaire genius philanthropist playboy philanthropist right selfish the S and the T and the R and the K get knocked off of his big tower, leaving the Avengers. Yeah. Right? Like that's who he is now. Yeah. The Hulk, right? Like we're so worried about him getting angry, this, but the whole time, but he's, that's his secret. He's always angry. Right. And Thor, Thor just comes in and thinks that he can just fucking war his way through everything. But then he realizes by the end, like, no, this is, this is about something deeper. This is about something bigger. Yeah. You know? They're like, going to need to work together. They're going to need to work together. He needs the people around him. He needs this team. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Hawkeye, you know, goes from being mind controlled to being like an Avenger. Yeah. Right. And you you start to see the the threads of, of the relationship between Banner and Natasha and how important it is to her. Right. Coulson. Got to pour one out for Coulson. He knew, he knew that the only thing that was going to get them together was this, right? It was never going to work unless they had something to stand behind. Avenge. Avenge. Right. Avenge. It's so beautiful too, the way he does it. He's like, the name of the movie. They needed something Um, to, and then he dies. It's like, it makes it, but it's so good. It's so fucking good. I can't deal with it. And you know how I feel about Clark Gregg. Yeah, I do. I do. Love. 
So that's, you know, that's the biggest thing that worked for me um, in the film. And now it's your turn to come up with something that we haven't already said. The character juggling. Do you Mm. know what I mean? And I mentioned it a little bit in the first half, but I'm really moved at how every character gets its own intro section. And then it all culminates together. Like he really does give every character their own little piece of an intro. And it fascinates me because they're after this movie, two very high profile team of movies are released and neither of them do it as efficiently as this one does. Sure. You know, and like I, I, the, the one that stands out to me the most is suicide squad, which we talked about when we did the DCEU, but suicide squad has three different openings. They just made zero decision. (laughs) And then, and they're still giving us title cards in the middle of act one right. with information. Like they yeah. never figured out an efficient way to get the information. You can no. watch the Avengers and have missed all of their solo outings and still have a reasonable sense of their connections because of the information, are. because yeah. of the information given in the script, because it's efficient storytelling. Yeah, no. And it's funny, like, cause we've had five movies already. Yeah. Um, I'm right in saying that, right? Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Thor, Captain America, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, we've had yeah. five movies where we've already introduced the characters. Yeah. They're comic book characters, so like um, the majority of the folks going to see the film know them already. Yeah. But we do get that little piece, that little nugget of personality, of character, of motivation. And that's that's what makes this thing work, man. Like That's why it's like a great movie and not Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do know. I do know. Uh, but yeah, that's what worked for me. I thought that character juggling, that's, it's something to be studied. It's something yeah. to be studied and, and, and break down the formula of it and replicate why it works. And there yeah. are other reasons why it works that depend on like the actual photography is beautiful. It's a lot of great actors. The script is good. But uh, just from a cinematic standpoint, to be able to efficiently juggle that many characters and create a film... That can stand by itself. The Avengers films yeah. can effectively stand by themselves apart from the solo adventures. Such a unique thing that they can do. Yeah. No, it's it's brilliant. And it's all under the the you know the tutelage and leadership of Kevin Feige, who over the course of the MCU has really, really, really perfected it. Yeah. No, no, he you knows what this brand is. He's a genius. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's try this one. What didn't work for you? Okay. Finally, we get to the crux of this movie. I'm, I'm here because I have this one, is like I mean, you know, it's like there's a there's a difference between Citizen Kane and you know Strange Brew. Okay, uh, the Battle of New York is like three minutes too long. Oh, really? That's all I got. Okay, you think it's too That's, long? I was riveted I by it. I think it's three minutes too long. What would you trim? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I do know. Okay. Cap saving those people. Okay. As a New Yorker, I found it strange. Oh, I guess there was one other thing that didn't work for me. When they're going over, when Tony's going over the bridge, why are cars still going in and out of fucking Brooklyn? Yeah. No, everyone would have jetted. Like I remember on September 11th, like the city stopped. Yeah. Right. If there was like because it was a terrorist attack, if there was a goddamn alien invasion, they no would have stopped. Coming out of there, like it was the city was up. 
I would have taken out that scene where Cap saves those people because we know that Cap likes saving people. Yeah. It didn't really bias anything. Okay. I appreciate your attention to detail though. I didn't yeah, I well, didn't even clock that as a problem, but now that you've mentioned it, that's trimmable. Yeah, but what a joy. Yeah. To be able to have a film that I'm like, um, it, there's three minutes of screen time that we can do without. Yeah. No, it's solid. It's solid. Yeah. yeah. So what didn't work for you? Loki possession. You know how I feel about magic rules. Loki's possession magic rules were confusing. It's the Mind Stone. I know, but like he has control over them until until they get their face bashed in. I Yeah. Like that's it? It's not tight. Yeah, it's, it's not like, a tight reason. Yeah, like she's like, you're you're Barton again because I beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Okay. I would have loved a little bit more. Like they could have done right. Um, like she has to talk him off the ledge, so to speak. Yeah, something or ha- give give him because Jeremy Renner is actually a good actor. Great that actor. Career, that career didn't really manifest like we hoped, did it? Well, I think he got pigeonholed. As Hawkeye. Yeah, I think that Hugo Weaving did it right. Shook it up, kept kept yeah. changing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they really, they tried to give him the Born Identity franchise. That didn't work out. They tried to give him Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise took it back. Yeah, no, I think he's been successful enough. Yeah. I'm not going to cry any tears for Jeremy Renner, but I think that yeah, I think he got Hawkeye. Yeah. That's a shame because he was so good. But yeah, there was no like moment, no real cathartic moment for him to like snap out of that after getting into a fight with his friend who went on this mystery mission to Budapest with her off panel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which I'm fully expecting to learn about in Black Widow. You will. You will. Spoiler alert. That was a test. You failed. failed. That was a test. And you failed. No, I read the production notes. I know okay. there's the scene in Budapest. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so yeah. No, at the, and I think it was kind of a little bit lazy too, right? Like he comes to and like the screen is blue. Yeah. And then it just sort of like fades to regular. And he's like, hey, Scar, well, how you doing? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Also, like in the first sequence of them getting possessed, they're kind of like not with it. They're kind of possessed. And then they're like, oh no, but we still have our like Clint Barton and like, Eric Selvig memories like and we we can utilize yeah. what we know to get you out of here oh that's that's another thing that didn't work is that Selvig put a fail safe in it even yeah. though he was possessed right yeah like yeah. how did yeah what is that so like the Loki possession and the yeah. mind stone not the mind stone, uh, it wasn't the mind stone it's right? yeah. yeah it's but it's him, yeah. him building in the fail safe why how, yeah. you know so so that's that? the only plot there that I was like mm, I don't know everything else was so much better right and so much tighter that I was like, that seems weak. That seems weak to me, but yeah, I, it's still a good movie. Yeah. Does this movie make your desert Island top five? Well, I haven't seen infinity war yet. Okay. Like ever? No, I'm saying like in, as far and as they, like the Avengers goes, like yeah. in our tr- journey through the MCU. Sure. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's Desert Island top five. I mean, Thanos is at the end of it. So satisfying. Goddamn motherfucking Thanos. And when the guys uh, like they do not want to be ruled. Yeah, and like to and and to 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 what is it? To challenge them is to court death. And he's like, like mm-hmm. death is his woman in the comics. It's like, oh my god. 
Uh, no, it's fabulous. This movie is 100% Desert Island top five, start to finish. Like I said, 220. Yeah. And it feels like eight minutes. Yeah, you got to have that one for sure. Especially because we know that Age of Ultron is like a, a, a weaker. A weaker entry. Yes, but it does give us Vision and Wanda, which will eventually give us Wanda Vision. And for that, I'm grateful to Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll find merits in it too, I'm sure. But I'm no, sure Desert I'm Island better than I remember it. Desert Island weird rules top five. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else gets this but you. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. It's it's on my Desert Island as well. Um, right next to Zack Snyder's Justice League. I just live for a superhero team of movie, and this one is so efficient and so beautiful, and it's just so bright and colorful and fun and interesting. And it really sort of encapsulates what the Marvel franchise will become. Yeah. And what's funny is it's from this point that they continue on and deepen their understanding of that the solo outings can be and should be a different tone. Each right. hero has their own type of film. And right. Thor's, Thor's type of film magically changes. But Well, that's because of the great Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's so good. Um, but yeah. That's that's it does make my desert on top five in a big way. I think it's so satisfying. Bonus question. You ready? I'm never ready for this one. Do you remember the movie Lion King 1.5? No, I've never seen it. So Lion King 1.5 is an animated film that basically does the entire plot of the Lion King from the perspective of Timon and Pumbaa. Okay. So whenever they were off panel, it has an excuse for that. And some unexplained things that happen, it shows how Timon and Puma were directly responsible for it. Okay. It's actually really, really fun as far as those straight-to-video Disney sequels go. You know, some of them are like dicey. Lion King it's like Rosen, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That's exactly what they did. And it's okay. hilarious. Okay. So, Avengers 1.5. You are tasked with writing that movie. Uh-huh. Who are we following and what's the whole T of it? So we're following the shield agent playing Galaga. Okay. Yeah. It's his perspective. Um, and it starts out like a couple of weeks before because he's a new guy. Uh-huh. Right. And uh, he's actually um, trying to start the first esports league with Galaga. Okay. So that's why he's, you know, playing it in the film. Um, but yeah, he's like a wicked smart guy who's like not as smart as Tony and Banner, but like he's sort of like he sort of knows what's going on in that realm. And he like makes little side quips to his coworkers about like how dumb they are. Right. So he's that guy. Okay. Yeah. And we follow him. Um, and then he ends up getting dusted. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He dies. It's, you know, he shouldn't have been playing Galaga at work. He is the guy in the first jet. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the Avengers 1.5 for me. Gallagher I love guy. that. Gallagher guy. That's actually really, really funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Avengers 1.5 for me is Maria. I knew you were going to say Maria. That's why I didn't say Maria. <laughs> I want to follow Maria. I want to see this whole movie through Maria's eyes. I want to know what she's doing. And so the whole tea about this movie 
is that we're following Maria, but Maria is in the midst of trying to get a promotion. Oh, okay. And so it's one of those situations where like they do rounds, you know, super corporate actually shield is very, very corporate. Yeah. And so she's been invited to apply for this promotion among with seven other agents. <laughs> and so she's going through this application process, but she's also trying to do her job. And during this application process, uh, which is quite rigorous, she finds an unknown Hydra operative. Okay. Yeah. And she like successfully sort of sniffs them out. And that's the whole storyline that she's having this whole adventure trying to find this mystery Hydra operative within shield. Oh, wow. And she finds them, but they get away, but Phil dies. So because of all of those things, they give her the promotion. And that's why going forward, she's working alongside Fury full time. Damn. Avengers 1.5. Foreshadowing the shit out of Captain America TWS. Yes. Great. How's that? Approved. Right? I would see that movie. I think that's fun. Approved. Yeah, for sure. All right. Are you ready with your special award? I am. Go for it. This week's special award is the Kiss Award, mm. which goes to the Avengers. 2012's The Avengers. Hey, there's no kissing. There's not. Is there a single kiss in this movie? Uh, Pep and Tony kiss. Right, but it's not like a kiss. No, no, no. It's just like, Mwah. Right. Oh, also, the other thing that didn't work is Jane Foster not being around with Selvig. Like, they sent her away. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, but anyway, the Kiss Award, the Keep It Simple Stupid Award, <laughs> goes to him and the screenwriting and directing of this movie. It's okay. simple. It doesn't overcomplicate the matter. It's got, you know, like even even the things that people are finding wrong with S.H.I.E.L.D. and, you know, Cap with Hydra and Tony and Banner knowing they're hiding something, they're developing weapons, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's not a convoluted plot, yeah. right? It's it's just simple. It allows the actors and the story and the plot to shine because you don't have to think about it, right? Like in this film, Marvel figured out how to do Marvel, yeah, how to do the blockbuster, right? And they and they damn near perfected it. So they get the Keep It Simple Stupid Award this week. Got it. Yeah. I love that. That's very, very good. Yeah, thank you. What's your award? My award is the Lost Award. Like the J.J. Abrams Lost Award? Yeah, do you remember that series? <laughs> Lost was very convoluted and very confusing. But what I think often gets overlooked because the world building and the mystery making of Lost became such a, a tenet of their storytelling. I think tenet. what gets... <laughs> you like that? I think... What gets forgotten about Lost is I've never been on a plane with that many attractive people. <laughs> right? It's a good looking plane for yeah. years. We're still meeting new passengers. Like, everyone is very attractive, right? <laughs> so this movie gets the Lost Award because I understand how they keep, they call them things like misfits 
you know, and they call them all these things. And yeah. these, these people are from other worlds, but then yeah. you see them all lined up in shield next to Clark, Greg and Maria and Nick Fury. And it's like, <laughs> you guys, this is a lot of insanely attractive people in one frame. Yeah, this is not the island of misfit toys. This is no, the Barbie's dream house. No, everybody's really handsome and super powered. Yeah. Or like a, a super deep cover special agent who's very yeah. well connected. It's kind yeah. of insane. So it's the Lost Award because like the we, Lost really, Award. we really, really try to play up the fact that they're, they're just going to come together and power through. They need something yeah. to galvanize them, guys. Everyone's really powerful and really, really good looking. This is Yeah, they don't strange. need anything but like... Yeah. The nudge, just like a hey, there's an issue. Yeah, over there. I'm not sure if Phil Coulson had to die for it to happen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> serious ego play. And I, I wasn't sure until a month ago that he did. Well, yeah, Loki really killed him off for good. Yeah. I think we think so. We think so. Or well, well, maybe not. Well, I don't know. I mean, Feige hates it. Feige hates Agents of Shield. Oh, because they've always brought... been like that's not canon. Because they brought Phil back, and it was only canon for like the first three seasons, right? I mean, supposedly there was some Infinity War stuff. I don't know. It all it just got too far. Like they should have just done a couple of seasons and like been done with it. Yeah, they had to like grow, go into their own direction completely. Yeah, I well, know how it ends. Him. That was yeah. him. Yeah. Anyway, final anyway. question. Yeah. It's an icon. I know it's an icon, right? <laughs> you didn't yeah. even let me ask it. You're like, no, no, no it need. is. It's, but that, no that more shot time alone, to waste. That circular shot alone. That circular shot My alone God. gives it icon status. That thing My is God. fucking memorable. We'll remember <sighs> that forever. It's in every thing that's ever talked about the Avengers or they, the MCU. Like it's in every that one. Shot. It's in that shot every clip shot. Perfect. Show. Yeah. Also, I, I, I'm going to show this movie to my children. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. For sure. Perfect. No, I loved it. So good. Uh, well, I'm so glad we did that. I feel like we covered all of our bases. What right. is next up in the LaRorder? Well, as you know, Tony Stark went to space. Yes. And that kind of fucked him up. So I think that we need to examine that in nobody's favorite MCU movie, Iron Man 3. I like that. It is nobody's favorite MCU movie. <laughs> his favorite yeah that one is so far under the rug yeah but we're gonna go into it we're gonna take a look at it we're gonna go into it with an open mind i you know and i'm I'm gonna leave all my baggage at the door with fake man at the door leave it at the door and i'm gonna get into it yeah for sure and see what 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 tony has to tell me this time we're gonna see yeah we're gonna find out well fantastic i'm very much looking forward to it for icon or record i'm andrew david sotomayor I'm CJ LaRoche, and we'll MCU. <laughs> Never gets old. Next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs>